The following podcast was first available at patreon.com slash leekyle at least two weeks before it was available here. Please visit patreon.com slash leekyle to find out more about this and many more benefits. Hello, welcome to What's That Thing You Watch on YouTube, episode two, where I, Lee Kyle, interview a couple of people each time and ask, what's that thing you watch on YouTube? You know how you've all got an odd thing that you watch? Well, I want to find out about it. We're all stuck in. Why not find a new obsession, a new weird thing? Or just find a new thing that you can watch and go, no, this isn't for me. These people are oddballs. Um, if you're on Patreon, thank you, by the way. If you're not... They caught this about two weeks ago on there. Have a look at patreon.com slash Kyle. Honestly, there's loads on there. You'll never get sick of me. You you will. You will. I did. Very quickly. This week, who have we got on this week? We've got Joby McGeehan. Little adorable Joby McGeehan. He's a great comedian, is Joby. And he's about six foot tall, but he seems small. I can't explain how. He's going to be talking about videos where people find a thing from the olden days and then they restore it so it looks dead good now. And we've also got award, did you win? I just nominated for loads. Award nominated at least, successful comedian Lauren Patterson. Lovely last Lauren, nice to talk about. Lauren is talking about videos where you mix paint up. Yep, that's what we've got today, restoration and paint mixing. Honestly, stick around, they're more interesting chats than they sound. Hope you enjoy them. Hello, Joby McGeehan. Hi, Lee Kyle. We're just starting again because um, you froze there, but they don't need to know that. Yeah, Joby you McGeehan. Said I, you said I was Leicester Square. I mean, that's yeah, not true. Yeah, you Leicester Square something, weren't you? You won a thing. Ages ago, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah but that's, that's something, still, isn't it? Still the only thing I've got to me. Yeah. To me. And that was in the olden days when things like that meant something. Now, yeah. it doesn't matter, does it? And comedy existed, yeah. Yeah. Rather mm. just... You've I done think... some comedy in your house, haven't you, as well? I've done a bit of comedy in my house, in my kitchen. Oh, it, right? oh, it was left I... field, wasn't it? I feel terrified doing it. I don't like doing it at all. I feel nervous doing this. Um, I, I much prefer being doing it live. I've done the odd live thing on it, but I don't feel as comfortable as when I've just pre-recorded shows and thrown them out there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but even that, just I think just recording yourself, I don't like it. Just freaks me out. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally agree. It's 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 not as good as a crowd, for example. No, no. Seeing a little smiley face pop up is just doesn't do. It's not same. a real laugh, is it? But no. it's but the journeys are great. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's good. I suppose that's good. The money, terrible. The journey, no. great. So it's all about what you prioritise. Yeah, but I really realised how much money I spend on Ubers. I don't think I'll have an Uber ever again. That's yeah. like li- literally so much money. I haven't yeah. spent a penny this month. Like I'm not making any money, but it doesn't seem to have made any difference. <laughs> Turns out everything I paid for was an absolute waste of time. I could probably live on the money I've got forever as long as I don't spend anything, which I don't. <laughs> yeah. One of the silly things with me, though, is I, um, I, I panicked a little bit and started advertising my graphic design services 
for very like like really undercut myself yeah uh, i got loads of work in so i've just got i'm just doing loads of, of that at the moment so i like i'm it's literally like every moment of the day i'm, I'm doing that that's nice but for way less I'm, than you're worth yeah yeah so it's just sort of demoralizing uh, yeah. i'm looking after a baby as well oh that little bastard how's the baby <laughs> The baby's, the baby's great. The baby's fine. Do you know, loads of people say, like, oh, having a baby, oh, it's really hard having a baby. It's just fine. It's, yeah. it's really fine. What are they going to do? Yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> like, yeah. they can cry, but you, look, what the, what can, that's all the only power they've got over you. Oh, the baby's crying. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what, that's what headphones are for. for. raising kids. Like, love them. Sure. But not that <laughs> much. Hey, I taught your son recently. Did he tell you? He did not. All oh, right, I went in your son's university and taught a lesson to your son. Oh God, what did, did you not mention that? That is, that is incredibly. Actually, that some people were coming in, but then I think this was when he wasn't at home because he was at uni. So yeah, we didn't speak to each other much. All oh, right, that's what incredibly key, Kyle, of him not to mention that. Sorry, Av, you, you seem hurt now. He did mention it, Joby. It's been part of his life. Good. Did you feel like... So were you teaching stand-up? I was teaching stand-up, yeah. And I, I, did, it, I did it last year with a, a group of young'uns that were just so so happy and so into it and like really like appreciative. And I did Kia's class. Just a bunch of bellas. Yeah. <laughs> I get the impression from listening to some of their... Over the internet chats that... He is a bad influence on that entire class. Oh, really? His diffidence, because he doesn't care about performing arts. He did it because it was easy. <laughs> yeah. He even goes in when they, they go for auditions and that. And he's like, well, that's what I'd be a fucking actor. That's rubbish. Well, why are you doing this? Because it was the easiest degree. And they went, it isn't. He went, no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still got that impression as well. One of them went for a cigarette when I was teaching, like just walked out. And came back and I was like, Where did you go? Oh, I just went for a cigarette. So that's all right. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't like, valued here. <laughs> yeah. Did any of them show promise? I mean, I guess so. I mean, I was, the, the, the stuff I was doing was waited for them to, to be funny, really. Like, you know, uh, you know, Kia was great. Kia, Kia did really well. Yeah, he's an arrogant little fuck, though, isn't he? That's yeah. Basically, the best advice in stand up is just being an arrogant fucker. <laughs> I act like they really need to hear what you're saying, even though, as this crisis has proven, we're not doing an important job. <laughs> like nobody needs it. No, I mean it was weird. That was we were literally the first, like the first thing to go, like before it was even pandemic. It was like, well, we don't need comedy gigs. Get rid of that. <laughs> we went before there was a lockdown, didn't we? we went, look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like people. Look, if you go to work now, it's quite rude. <laughs> yeah, people are saying that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's unacceptable for you to go to work. <laughs> Can you believe this guy's working? We were the, we were the opposite of key workers. <laughs> it's better if we don't do it. <laughs> Not only for health, but for morale. People were just happy. Nah, no, actually, you got away with this for too long. <laughs> People should applaud at eight o'clock the fact that we've stopped. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing comparing now when we ask people what they do for a living and then try to degrade them for it while we now know they're more useful than us? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> Anything no, anybody gosh. says, it'll be like, well, at least I kept working, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah this, from your house. 
<laughs> they say that they're working at Asda and we've got to salute them instead of saying <laughs> that they fail the GCSE. Yeah, you got just go, oh, you work in a supermarket, you fucking cock. <laughs> well, that's very brave. That's very brave. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not saying I'm writing a show, mate, but I'm just going to write this down. Okay. <laughs> How can we compare? There you go, that's a minute, isn't it? Right, mm, Joby. Talk of the morning to you, me laddie. Hey? Right, there's no context in that because people aren't getting the video. Okay. <laughs> as, we go, you. as we go, you see, Joby is changing his background on Zoom. He's currently got it in sh on Shamrock, so he can do a racist accent. But he's also had other things, like like comedians we don't like and ones that steal. So. <laughs> hey, here's a, that's, that's a get well soon, Boris, eh? Just... Uh, Get well soon, Boris. We need there we you. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's over coronavirus. This is about his other issues. That's what, that's what I'm about. That's his, you'll, uh... you'll be. What we all need in this time, more than comedians or Boris Johnson, is YouTube videos that we watch. So, Jovi, I'm going to ask you the immortal question. What's that thing you watch on YouTube? <laughs> My main thing I like to watch is, well, basically, I like people wasting time for no reason. I like to watch that. Uh, so I'm watching these people that clean up old objects. Uh, this morning, I just watched a man who uh, cleaned up an old lighter, an old Harley Davidson lighter. Uh, he spent about two weeks doing it and several hundred dollars. And in the end, he got a lighter that you might spend £10 on, <laughs> like a shitty little Zippo lighter. But isn't that great? Yeah, like that, the work that the worth in it is the work rather than the thing itself. That's what I sort of like doing it. Yeah, I watched some of video of this guy who bought a load of soil online that might have had some gold in it, and he. he <laughs> <laughs> what made him think first off that it might have had some gold in it? I think it was advertised as might have some gold in its soil. <laughs> isn't that all soil? I think so. Well, yeah, I guess. And he 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 spent he spent I think not much. I spent he's around about thirty dollars on this load of soil, and he's sifting through all. He had all this equipment that just looked like it cost loads and loads of money, and he's going through all of it, all of it, all of it. And in the end, he got all the gold, and he put in a little pipette dish, and he put it on the scales, and he has nine dollars worth of gold. <laughs> was he pleased with that? He was. Yeah, he was. But he just made a net loss. <laughs> What did he then do with all of the soil? I'm not sure. I think that's what the last person did when they sold it to him. <laughs> He'd have to now sell it as soil that definitely doesn't have gold in it. You put one flake back, I think. <laughs> that's not bad. Then you've got plausible deniability when there's only one flake. Well, I said might. <laughs> so has it inspired you to clean old objects? <clears throat> The thing, I don't know if you've noticed about this, the thing that I get from watching them is it seems to these people that have bought a lot of heavy duty machinery and things, like uh, this, have you ever watched the hydraulic press things as well? No. Oh, they're great. You've got to watch them. It's some, there's a guy that puts things under a hydraulic press, like, like Play-Doh or toy and things like that. I just watches them crush down. Like you put Buzz Lightyear in there and just watched it crush down. Good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good watching. Um, but again, like this guy rest restoring knives and stuff like that. He had like this weird machine that you put like alcohol and water in and you keep it stuff in there for 25 minutes and it cleans and he's buying like gold solution bottles and stuff. So 
So I can't really relate to it. I can't think I'm ever going to do that, you know. It hasn't, it hasn't motivated you to think, I'm going to be a man who does things. No, I mean, if I can't afford rent, I can't really go and get a hydraulic press, can I? It's kind of... <laughs> it would be rude. It would be rude, yeah. yeah but I mean, have the videos of um, people restoring things made you want to restore things? I guess... Um, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. I think it's it's the idea of sea because the a lot of it it's stuff that people have found in rivers and the sea and stuff like that. It's all like water damaged and rusty. Uh, and I think the the idea of seeing some sort of beauty within something like that and just thinking, you know what, like it's all like there was a thing that was like a meat cleaver that was a hundred years old nice. and just and it just looked like shit. It looked horrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> then just like a few layers down it was all nice silver you know how much uh, of the restoration and be, bear in mind i'm ignorant of this is actually just replacing old bits this this is this is a hot topic in the restoration ah. yeah uh so often handles have to go uh you've just got to get a new handle yeah. Uh, but you know, if you get a, if you get a new handle and a new blade, I mean that's just a new thing, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's that's the argument, isn't it? It's like triggers broom. It's... Yeah, yeah. Like, there's a in South Shields where I live. There's a there's an old. What are them boats called where you rescue people when they're drowning? Lifeboats. Lifeboat. Uh, there's an old lifeboat. It used to be either the original lifeboat or one very old lifeboat, and it's on display near the beach. And then they restored it, and they've just replaced all of the wood with other wood and painted it a similar colour. That isn't that lifeboat, is it? No. no. I'd rather have had a basically destroyed old lifeboat and went, that's the actual original lifeboat. That's more interesting, yeah. really. Yeah, I, I feel that. I feel, I used to work in, uh, in the National History Museum and the Victorian Albert Museum in London, and the National History Museum especially, the, the words to scale replica have so much weight there when they shouldn't, yeah. you know. Oh, it's a to scale replica of a T-Rex. All right. I don't, like, I don't care. Not like, if you go that far. It's not a T-Rex. <laughs> you might as well say, well, let's watch Jurassic Park. Like, that's, that's much better, you know. I wonder that's... how much of dinosaurs is just guesswork. Oh, it's a lot of it. It must Absolutely. be, mustn't it? Like, yeah, I remember be being disappointed when I found out that there was no such thing as a Brontosaurus. It's just they'd give a Diplodocus the same name somewhere. And then they went, oh, oh really? Ah, oh, I've just found that out now and I'm heartbroken. Sorry, mate. Nah, like, don't buy Stegosauruses with them spikes on. No way would they look that cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were like, they were, somebody would just found from around and go, well, how would they have this? And it's like, Part of a tree, really. Why would they yeah. have spikes? I don't see what the protection is. I can see one spike, but spikes on that back, they can't charge something back first. <laughs> no. Just don't buy it. No, not at all. What is hey, the best bit... restoration video you've seen? Uh, there's a, a guy that restored an old Japanese knife, uh, and he, he's telling this story about it that he was in, like, I, what I imagine is a Japanese version of CEX where this guy was trying to sell his old knife and uh, they offered him like 20p for it. And he and eventually went, oh no, I'm not taking it. And then the guy followed him and went, oh, I'll, I'll buy it off you. And then the guy like upsold him and sold him for like much more expensive. Um, and he just restored this, this knife and he took off all the rust and it had this like beautiful like Japanese writing on the blade as a, like a nice little surprise. Nice. Uh, 
and uh, I, I thought that's like it was a nice story because somebody was trying to get rid of it and somebody else saw value in it and then one man's <laughs> treasure is another man's shit is that the phrase yeah that's, like that's that, it do yeah. you, sometimes do they repair it and restore it and you go actually it was better before like because sometimes yeah. if the let's say there's a butcher butcher's knife and they turn that and then like, oh, look at it. It looks like a real butcher's wife. But you're like, yeah, butcher's wife, butcher's knife. But yeah, before that, it had barnacles on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there's a, I saw one that was like a scythe, uh, like a, a, not a scythe, a sickle. And it looked cool, like a big old rusty sickle. That looks great. Once you have a shiny new sickle, that doesn't look good at all. It's a tool, That's, isn't it? Uh, it's just a tool instead of some, you know, Soviet symbol. Now, what is it you think you, because I think what, if I may psychoanalyze, I think, which I may, I have all the qualifications in the world for that. It seems to be that you're getting something pristine out of something old, right? Mm. Almost the return to order from chaos. Do you think yeah. that's because you've got a disordered mind and you find it common? Possibly. Yeah, that's a good evaluation because I've just realized now another thing I like to watch is I watch a lot of power wash videos. Right. I've never seen a power wash video, but it's that, that sounds very oh. similar. Yeah, yeah. So they take to get to see somebody like a dirty yard, and then somebody power washes it, and ah, uh, oh, it's beautiful. Oh, oh. It's really good. Yeah, that is pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Out of all of it, I'd recommend you watch power wash videos. I just yeah, would you there, say there. now that you regret not talking about power wash videos on this? Well, to be honest, I don't have as much experience. I've only seen a few of them, but they are good. It still has the excitement here. Like I've only just got into wood turn and see, so I'm still like, whoa, look at that wood turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas paedophile hunters, I've been watching them for years. Hiya, Lauren. Hello. Now, don't worry, mate, I wasn't recording before, so it's it's a shame you held back, really, but I've very much got your opinions about some people. <laughs> That'll be going on the Patreon section of the... <laughs> yeah. That's that. You know what? Deep down, that is the podcast, I think, or the show all comics want to do, isn't it? They just oh, do a show absolutely. called I'll Tell You Who's a Cunt. <laughs> Tales from the Car Share. Yeah. It's pathetic, isn't it? Like, I'm missing that, actually, the proper fucking horrible gossipiness. I said this to someone the other day. I went, yeah, I miss the gigs, of course, but I miss <laughs> the car shares there where you find out all the gossip and being in the green room and then there'd always be one act that goes on and then everyone's like, have you heard what such and such did? And I'm like, oh, tell me. <laughs> it's much better, isn't it? Like, I don't think people get how little comedy you watch as a stand-up. They think, oh, it must totally. be great. Yeah, well, you're in there and you get to see all that. And you go, no, no, no. After the first year, you're like, I don't want to see any more stand-up again. You want to sit in there with some people you know who you've got common enemies with. The weekends at the stand, because I think the stand green room is one of, like, the best. You know you're having a good weekend with the other acts when someone from the sound desk has to come and tell you to shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like, yeah. someone off, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just tell them to turn the chairs round. <laughs> yeah. It's not about them. I'm not here to do a gig. <laughs> so, Lauren, you, you, we've been in the house. We've just discovered that the first gigs we had cancelled was the Newcastle stand, wasn't it? We, we were supposed to be on together. So, might it be nice, that? Nice one. So, are you, are you keeping sane-ish? Sort of. I think I'm at that stage now, because what, we're like five weeks in or whatever, where yeah. I think I've moderately adapted so like the first few weeks I was well not first few weeks but first couple of weeks I was sort of like sleeping in a like midday I didn't really 
have sort of any motivation but now I'm like getting up sort of waking up at nine getting up at 10 and I'm like well at least I'm out of bed at a normal time um and yeah I feel like I'm kind of adapting but I sort of think I am losing it a little bit because I heard my mom literally this morning say she was going to go for a walk and I went full on charging down the stairs and I was like can I come on the walk as well please (laughs) I don't want to miss the walk (laughs) (laughs) so you've got an actual you're getting up at a proper time in the morning I don't even do that normally well done but I also think it's because I'm back home with my mum and dad so because they're getting up at like a normal time my mum's still at work and my dad's got to work from home you know when you just hear somebody else around the house I think yeah. I've so managed to get back into that routine of functioning like a normal human rather probably, than what I the, done. <laughs> probably the best way to be isn't it to go you know the best way to get through this is probably to have a structure exactly yeah whereas I'm sort of going well every day is the same I might as well yesterday this is going to make me sound so middle class. Yesterday, I listened to an audiobook while falling asleep on a chaise lounge for three hours. Oh, very fancy. <laughs> you haven't seen the chaise lounge. It sounds better than it is. <laughs> I was going to say, someone made panto money this year. <laughs> me and Claire went, how, how bad husband does this sound? Me and Claire went half as on it for our birthday. <laughs> I've been getting really jealous of everyone's like, because is this proper like comparative guilt thing I know I've got a garden so I'm luckier than a lot of people who don't have gardens but I've got a very working class garden in the sense that it's tiny and it's more stone than it is grass so I've been like on my little postage stamp bit of grass on a sleeping bag looking on Instagram of all these like really middle class celebrities who are on their like garden furniture and I'm like I'm on a sleeping bag (laughs) we've got a yard that's all we've got we've got a backyard that's shade with downstairs but they don't see uh-huh. here but it's an awful yard in that it's what it's the opposite of a sun trap it's cold and damp at all times the yeah. water's too high i don't really we're going to get some chairs and a barbecue and sit out but i don't think any of us think we're going to enjoy it nah absolutely not <laughs> Mostly my dad had to chase them one away at 11 o'clock this morning for pissing on the fence <laughs> outside of our front like front garden and i was like oh this is when you know you're home isn't it luckily this year's turned out different than we expected on it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey Lauren, what this mainly is, is I'm going to ask you a question, which is this. Hey Lauren, what's that thing you watch on YouTube? I watch videos of soap being cut up and paint being mixed together. <laughs> and I fucking love it. <laughs> okay. okay, is it because, is it the noise they make? Because soap's got a, like, it's satisfying. I'm not into the like is it the asmr or whatever yeah. don't like that don't sound i normally watch them with the sound off but there's something dead therapeutic about just what because especially like the like the nice soap from lush and stuff where it's all like patterned inside or whatever and they cut it with a knife and like i don't know about you but when i cut like cheese or cake or something i absolutely like butcher it yeah I've got no it or like it's smooth and i'm like oh that is a good slice of soap like i think i saw one of the soap ones once and am i right in thinking the sort of cut it on top first into sort of squares yes it just looks so good i think i can understand the the paint one more Mm -hmm. i like the paint one what i like a little palette and then there'll be like maybe like a squeeze of white a squeeze of pink and a squeeze of blue or whatever then they get this cool it's like a little tiny trowel i don't know what it is special paint mixing stick and then they just sort of like swirl it all in together so you watch it like change colour and make a new colour. Yeah that I can understand because you're getting sort of from chaos becomes one thing doesn't it It almost calms you. 
it's like watching my comedy. It started as a mess and now it's art. <laughs> <laughs> you see it and it's like, she's, what, what the fuck's this? What the fuck's this? Oh! Exactly. You know for a fact if you tried it at home, no matter what happened, you would end up with brown. Yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> I have, um, I considered when I was down a few years ago, a boo-hoo, right? I was looking for a hobby. <laughs> and it turns out you don't need a hobby, what you need are tablets, right? <laughs> One of the things I suggest, I, I considered was making my own soap. And I never did it, but I still think it would be quite nice because you can add like um, poppy seeds in that, can't you? work yeah you have so you can do different layers so you set one first with some poppy seeds and a bit of soap and then a different colored soap on top and but i feel like as well when you've got all these like the farmers markets and the weekend markets and stuff all the soap always looks dead like posh and like it was clearly made by middle class people i think there's yeah. definitely a gap in the market for working class soap Fuck, yeah that's not a bad idea you, that, you know what <laughs> i genuinely mean this right right and we've got the copyright on this now yeah working class soaps right but soaps with sort of working class textures and smells so like soap yes. that smells of hooch or something oh my god yes. that's not bad is it oh that's oh my god imagine one that what's my favorite greg's donut is like the caramel fudge one can i just say greg's donuts are easily as good as any other donuts oh so good it's tremendous so oh you know like the little cupcakes from greg's yeah. that you get the shit plastic ring on and for like Halloween they're like spiders and stuff that yeah. could be in the center of the soap so that when you soap stone you get a ring that is nice see this don't tell me there's not more money in this <laughs> than comedy I'm going on Dragon's Den mate it's pretty fucking good isn't it like like, soap. like lilt soap oh panda pop yes panda pop yeah. egg mayonnaise sandwich soap <laughs> I think we're onto something here aren't we a winner can I also say, while, while we're sticking up for Greg's, right, um, that I've never had a better sandwich than the Mexican chicken sandwich. Ooh, I like that one. Oh, that's tremendous. Like Greg's. People give them a lot of stick, but I reckon they're all right. Good luck to them. I, I was trying to describe to someone in, when I lived in London about, you know, the, um, the outlet one. Is it on, not on Shields Road? So, yeah, where the... At Westgate Road, okay. I like, don't yeah, know where Time Theatre is, and I don't like, know if there's, there's one like, in the South one. I love it, me, but trying to like explain the concept of a Greg's outlet store <laughs> when you think about it, it is. Um, so, so, I used to live in an estate called Leggett in South Shields, one of the first places uh -huh. I lived when I moved out. Um, it's a place where I got robbed at knife point on the first night for me fish and chips, right? Yeah. And he went, give us your chips. I went, no. I went, pull the knife out. I went, yeah, have them. And then <laughs> me and my flatmate walked upstairs and there was blood going down the stairs of our flats. And, and the lad opposite went, oh, don't worry about that. We just had to stab some cunt earlier. So it was that sort of thing. <laughs> and nearby, looking at it, it was so obviously set up for people with no money. Like there was a uh -huh. shop that just sold secondhand things. There was a half price pizza shop. And there was one of those Greg's outlet ones where they sell stuff from the day before. Yeah, some broken biscuits. Yeah, and it was so great. It was so great. I, I would I would send him out of the shops because he wasn't earning and I was and I was a bully. And <laughs> <laughs> no, technically it was my house. He wasn't meant to be living there. So, you know, I had the I had the I was in charge. And Fair we, would, deal. we would get like two Belgian buns for 30 pence and that would be breakfast. It was brilliant. Oh, them were the days. Good days. <gasps> oh, speaking of YouTube, I, this is, I forgot, I forgot you, were you were nearly in Metro the Musical, weren't you? Yes, so I used to, well, I say I went to a dance school. I think that's very, not that I'm slagging it off in case they're listening, but <laughs> it was in 
like the classes used to be in the sports hall of my old primary school for example so yeah. in like you know newcastle dance center that's got like an actual like building yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was nothing like that but then they did get like a little studio in fenham for a little bit but i don't think it's there anymore they made the best and out of what they had they did very very shoestring and then i think they got approached by the metro musical people and it was the hip-hop class who'd been invited to do it and i didn't i wasn't in that class but they said you know oh, if you want to be in it you can come and join in and i was like you know what i don't think i do no you just get a weird feeling about yeah. something I think all the other girls would have been maybe like what 14 at the time or something and all the other girls were like oh my god no like because we're going to be on telly or whatever and I was just like I, I don't trust this and when it came out I have never been so happy to turn something down <laughs> <laughs> it's so tremendous like I'm going to not talk too much about it because I reckon I'm going to get somebody on to talk I don't know who but I feel this is a whole episode but <laughs> I think it's the video <laughs> I've watched more than any other and I'm not even I don't know what it is but every few weeks I'll go oh god met with a musical and I'll watch it three or four times in a row. I think my dance school were only in it for about half a second in the I end, like dancing. I know on exactly a where it, I know exactly who they were. You, I can just tell it was them because that yeah. there's a lass with frizzy hair at the front with a hip hop attitude. <laughs> <laughs> on maybe Gate said Metro Station, it might have been. <laughs> I think either were in a Metro State, well, obviously it's Metro Musical, but oh, it's just it's one of them things that at the time it probably was some well not that it's nothing to be proud of but you know people would probably be like look at me in this video and now 10 years on or whatever everyone's like no that didn't happen <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an incredible video it's it doesn't need to be that long i think that's the main thing to say about it so long isn't it they put every idea they had in which is sort of admirable but there's bits where you go no 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 you don't need to write a scene about how people fall in love on the metro you're asking <laughs> yeah. them completely is there, not, is there Morris dancers in it at one point or something? There's something similar to Morris dancers. Yeah, I don't know if they're yeah. actually Morris dancers, but there's some sort of sword dancing. Yes, that's a bit I'm thinking yeah. of. Then um, Alfie Joey's clapping them along. <laughs> Great. I think they need to recreate it. I'd love to do. I'd love to be in that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's do. When this is all done, let's do a common comedian's version of it. Comedians Metro the musical. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! I'm not even kidding. I, I want to be the old woman who goes up the stairs on the Metro. But the first escalator she's ever seen. There's just like a five minute interlude because there's delays on the line or whatever. <laughs> Essential works. I mean, I can understand why now you're pleased you're not in it, but my God, I, I wish you'd been in it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so when you watch like paint things, do you think that's because you've got a disordered mind and it calms you down? Maybe, yeah. Like, so you know, the like separate things coming together and making something nice. I'm like, oh. I like that. I something very... about something coming from nothing and you watch it being made. I think that's quite magical. Exactly. Do you watch them ones as well where like they'll have like a blank canvas and then they'll again like draw like a yellow circle with pastel and then an orange circle and then they all start like blending and all comes together and makes like a sunset or something. And I'm like, why can't I do that, man? No, why can't I make I haven't look? watched them. But what I have watched about paint is, you know where they'll dribble a colour of paint on a thing and then more and more paint and it just yes. creates a pattern. I like stuff like that. It's weird because I'm not arty. Like, I no, me neither. Talk. I can't eat. I'm the worst art. I used right. to get in trouble in school for being bad at art as if I could help it. <laughs> it's me hands. I can't, I can't make things look like things. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm bad at art. Yeah, me too. Really bad. Maybe that's why I like it because I'm not good at art. So it's just seeing something dead simple and I'm like, see, you don't have to be good at it. Just 
Yeah, and there's, some, nice. there's something about somebody doing something well that you can't do that you can appreciate. Like, I don't bother watching stand-up because I'm fucking great at that. What's the point? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whereas, like, any even simple art, I'm like, oh, that looks like a thing. And I'm really impressed by it. Exactly. Oh, here's a thing. Sort of similar vibe to that, so, that thing. Have you seen, um, I reckon you will have, um, Wood Turning. No, what's that? Oh, man, I'll send you a clip of this. This is my recommendation to you, right? So Ooh. it's 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 quite rugged and fucking outdoorsy. So, but, oh, it's so great. So he gets a log, any sort of log, any sort of wood, puts it on a lathe, turns it, chips little bits away, and then out of nowhere, it's a vase. Oh, wow. It's incredible. The best bit is not when it's finished, that's fine. But the best bit is when you get this dirty looking log and it spins really fast and you can't see what's happening, he's taking some off and then after a couple of minutes it stops and you see the wood underneath and it looks so beautiful. It looks nothing like it used to look like. I like stuff like that. Yeah, I'm I'll, I'll send you one of the videos and you'll be like, yeah, I'm into this. I think I'm going to be the kind of person when I like eventually get my own place where like I upcycle stuff. I yeah, think I that'll be that. my place. I want to make a bootcase out of, you know, crates, old crates. Yeah people do that online and I'm like I've got all these big dreams because I watch all these little craft videos like, it's when one I of those things though, isn't it where they make it look good because they're good at it but exactly it's so easy to make that look like a load of crates you know at the start when they're like you will need three crates some screws and a drill I'm like yeah and talent that's the part you're missing <laughs> and the ability to make things look like what you want them to look like yeah. not just am I a crate to a crate exactly be like, but I mixed me paint so well why don't you make paint? Get on. That's your honestly. That's your future. You make paint and you're making working class soap. That's me. That's my new career. That, I'll tell you this comedy thing. You're doing all right, mate. But it's that's all gone now because <laughs> right, of this. Exactly. What do people need right now? They need soap. I'm not even wrong, am I? And everyone needs a wash. Yeah. We're all neglecting hygiene at the minute. Yeah. And now's the most important time to wash your hands. So imagine you had some lovely soap based on oh like God, yeah. the smell of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god imagine one that smell of like um you know scraps from the chippy oh do you call them scraps that we call them batter batter or scrunchions yeah and that one could be maybe like have the texture of scraps as well nice yeah, like, soap. oh we're so clever fuck me that chip shop soap yes oh that oh. is pretty good i feel like the talents are wasted in comedy here <laughs> yeah, really good Oh, in case that I shouldn't make soap for a living. <laughs> what does she know? Yeah. Where am I now? I mean, I mean, yeah, talking about making soap rather than living the fucking <laughs> dream. <laughs> All right, Lauren, uh, lovely to talk to you, mate. Um, lovely will, to talk to you. I will send you a link to that thing about wood turning yeah. and I reckon it'll allow you to waste a day. I was going to say that's going to be the rest of my day filled in. Perfect. Yeah. Yes, mate, thank you. Ah.